Hey there, welcome to the Phoenix Rise podcast. This is Claire Garner, I am your host, and this is where we talk about spirituality, business, and mindset, where we go from being an entrepreneur in the hustle, the grind, and the burnout culture, and we move into our successful soulpreneur era, where we go with flow, ease, and abundance. We shine our lights brightly, and we lead the way for others. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Phoenix Rise podcast. Claire here, your host. So happy to have you with us. Welcome back if you're one of the tribe and welcome along if you're new in my world. If you're new, this is the place where we talk all things spirituality, mindset and business. Yes, and business, because guess what? You get to have it all. There's no sacrifice over here at the top. It's success and spirituality. It's awakening and ambition. It's 3D and 5D because you are worthy of it all, babe. Now, I am still on my momentum train of having all these incredible guests on the podcast, and today is no exception. I've got the beautiful Marissa with us, who is a fellow speaker at the Women Thrive Summit, which is actually only a couple of months away now. I'm I'm used to saying next year because we've been having this lead up for so long, it feels like. But um, yeah, it's not long away now whenever you're listening to this. Uh, So Marissa is a fellow speaker. She is an app absolute boss she does so much she was just telling me all of the things that she does and I was captivated so I just said let's save this for the podcast tell everyone what you do so Marissa please do introduce yourself to everyone Thank you. Hello. It's so lovely to be here. So my name is Marissa and I am a hypnotherapist and transformational consultant. So I work with rapid transformational therapy, quantum healing hypnosis, which is the past lives and somatic and tantric embodiment, breathwork and sound healing. So I love to combine all of those modalities together to really be able to dive deep into my clients, really release whatever's going on for them and gain deeper insights into themselves and to able to break free and live a life of freedom so they are empowered to use their inner resources magic and infinite power and potential to be able to transform their lives oh (laughs) i just love it so much so everything that you have just said and i know we just had a, a little bit of a chat before this but everything that you do just lights up my whole body because i've experienced some of this myself um having had practitioners work with me on it. Um, it's not an area that I teach myself. So it just really is very intriguing to me. So I would just, I'm going to be a student in this po- in this episode. I want to learn. I want to hear all about it. I would just love for you to just do your thing, Marissa. Just tell us about your world because it's so amazing. Amazing. Well, I think most people come to me when they've tried everything else and they're at that last resort. So they've been in therapy for years. They've seen psychologists for years. They've seen counselors. They've tried it all. And they're like, you know what, hypnotherapy, I don't really know what it is. It sounds a bit weird. I'm a bit worried you're going to make me do something I don't want to do. They've seen stage hypnosis and they're so worried that they're going to do something crazy or they're not going to have any recollection of what's going on. But the thing that I love about hypnosis is that you just feel so relaxed when you're in that meditative state. So it's just literally like going into a state of meditation. You're still aware of what you're saying. You're still going to remember what you've been saying. And we just basically have a nice dialogue. So you just get put into a really nice relaxed state. So you'll just feel really nice and calm. And then when you come out of hypnosis, you just feel like you've had this beautiful little nana nap in the afternoon and you feel so rested and refreshed Mm -hmm. and you've just done amazing work. And the thing I love about hypnosis is 
we're really tapping into that subconscious mind, which is where all of that patterning and programming comes from. So most often people, they're like consciously, they know they want change. They know they want to be living a different life, but subconsciously that silent assassin is behind the scenes driving the car and is making them do things that they don't want to do. So that's the area that we want to work in. We want to start recoding and rewiring that subconscious so that it's bringing to the conscious and to the forefront mind different thoughts, different actions, and different patterns. And then it's simply up to the client to be able to take a different path and a different action. Mm, I love it so much. So my experience with hypnosis, I use um, I use an app. Um, I can't think what it's called actually off the top of my head, but Glenn, Glenn, someone is like the the guy who runs. I don't know. If, I'm saying it's like you might know him because you're in the world. <laughs> it's probably a big one. But anyway, so I use it religiously every night to go to sleep. Um, different hypnosis is so whether it's for abundance, whether it's for inner child work, um, creative wisdom, all different variants depending on kind of what I want to work on at the time. And my personal experience has been. Well, I used to never be able to sleep very well for a start. So I would really struggle to fall asleep. My brain would not switch off the thoughts running around constantly. I couldn't silence them. So it was really great for that because just you, you I don't even know how to describe it. You just listen. And like you say, you just without even realizing you're just gone. It's so it's it's so incredible when if you haven't experienced it before, it's really hard to actually iterate into words, isn't it? What that feels like. But it's such a beautiful experience. It is. And I think people have this idea that they think it's going to be something or feel something, right? They're like, oh, I don't know what it's going to feel like in hypnosis. And it's like, well, it just feels like you, like you go into a meditative state naturally many times throughout the day. So, and mm -hmm. people quite often say, I can't be hypnotized. And it's like, yes. you know what? Everyone can be hypnotized because you go into a state of hypnosis many times through the day. So that same brainwave state that you're moving into in hypnosis is the same that you move into when you're asleep or when you're driving your car on autopilot or when you're watching the TV, even as soon as you start watching the TV, those brainwaves start to alter when you're listening to music, when you're daydreaming. Rolling on your phone. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you think about how many times through the day you're doing those activities and then you think how many times a day you're actually going into hypnosis, it's super easy. Everyone can be hypnotized. Mm. It's just that I think a lot of people have that. And I, I speak from experience with my ex, who was um, a compulsive gambler, actually. And this was before I had even got into the world of hypnosis myself. And I said to him at the time, because he had tried everything, like you said earlier, you know, you, sometimes you're a last resort and he had tried everything, nothing worked. And I said, what about hypnosis? And he was one of those people where it was, I don't trust I don't trust it. Like, I don't want anyone to have control over me. It was like, you know, that that fear of someone being able to make you do things that you don't want to do or, you know, whatever it is. I'm sure it was just an excuse for him to not stop gambling. But, <laughs> but a lot of people do have that fear of that control, right? Letting go of that control. And they don't know how much control they're actually passing over to the person that's hypnotizing them. I think, do you find that a lot in your world? Oh, have I lost you? Absolutely. And I think the control thing is something that everyone can relate to. Oh, sorry. Hang on a sec. I'll just see if 
that works if I can click back on. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, I think we've got you. Okay, cool. So sorry about that. Yes, I think the control thing is something that everyone can relate to. And, you know, I was the same before I went and had a hypnosis session. I was like, I don't think I want somebody in my head. Like, I don't even know if I'm comfortable being in my head most of the time. <laughs> what are they going to There's, you know, obviously free will. We break up. Sorry, I think I don't know if I just dropped out again there. Okay, I think we've got you. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Um, I might, hang on, just, okay, there we go. I'm back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. She's in Australia, guys. We'll let her off. <laughs> so, yes, the control thing. But, you know, it's not so great sometimes. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, yes, definitely the control thing. But the thing is, you know, everyone has free will and there's a very big difference between the stage hypnosis where it's all for entertainment and an actual hypnosis for therapy. So when you come to have hypnosis, to be able to work on an issue and to have it for therapy, you're, it's a very different space than what it is for stage hypnosis. And the thing I love the most about hypnosis is that when we do any regression, it will always take you to the place that we need to know and to go to for the information that we need to receive. And what I love is that you can heal from trauma without reliving the trauma. So quite often if people have had a really deep trauma happen, it can be quite confronting to think, well, if I have hypnosis, am I going to go back to that place of trauma and that time? So I find it really interesting because from my personal experience, so I lived with a compulsive gambler for 15 years and he had tried everything, right? So like you said, you're the last resort a lot of the time. And in that situation, it was before I had even entered this world. So I didn't really know even as much as I know now. And I'm by no means an expert with, with any of this. But I said at the time, you know, why don't you try hypnosis? Like people rave about it, right? Surely it's worth a go. And for him, it was very much the fear of losing control. And that fear of how much control are you actually giving away to someone when, I guess, when you open up, when you're that vulnerable, or that's the perception anyway, right? And it it's that whole, oh, I'm not letting anyone, you know, I'm not risking. He, he, he was honestly, he was like, I'm not risking, like, basically losing who I am. Like, someone, like, going in there and changing me. It's quite crazy, really. But do you, do you have that a lot? Absolutely. It's totally common. And look, you know, even I felt the same before I first had hypnosis. I was like, I don't know if I want someone to be in my head. Like, I don't even know if I want to be in my head sometimes, you know? So it's like, let alone somebody else in my head and knowing my thoughts and my deep, dark parts of myself, right? Like, it took me so long to feel comfortable with my dark parts. Do I really want to share that with someone else? But what I love the most about hypnosis is that it will take you to the place that you need to go to to get the information that we need to receive in that session. And you can heal from trauma without reliving the trauma. So quite often a lot of my clients that I work with that have had a traumatic event happen to them, they don't want to relive that, which is obviously yeah. understandable. Nobody wants to go back and relive a traumatic event. But in hypnosis, we don't necessarily need to go back to that traumatic event to be able to heal from it. And quite often, pretty much every session I do, we actually don't go back to that traumatic event. And 
what happens is it's not so much the event that has occurred, it's the meaning that has come and what has come out of that event that is what we want to work on. And quite often the traumatic event that has occurred is almost like a byproduct of other things that have happened in their life that have contributed to a lead up to an event happening. So um, there's, and then whatever has happened after that event that has created patterns and behaviors in their life. So yeah, I love that you can heal from trauma without reliving it. And I've had experiences with that myself um, because nobody wants to go back and relive that experience. And that control thing is absolutely something that everybody feels and fears, but, you know, free will, you can never be made to do something you don't want to do. And coming for hypnosis, like with therapy, is very different from stage hypnosis. So stage hypnosis, where you see people get up and they do crazy things, that's for entertainment purposes. So how, how does that work differently? Like I'm intrigued into like, are they doing something different? Is it a different kind of form of hypnosis or is it all made up essentially? Look, I don't do stage hypnosis, so I'm probably not the best one to like give a lot of information on it. But, you know, hypnosis is hypnosis. So it works on those subliminal um, suggestions. It works on the programming. It works on suggestibility. So, you know, I guess with the stage hypnosis, you're working with people that are like highly suggestible and, you know, more open to things. And then I also feel like with stage hypnosis as well, it's kind of like that herd mentality, right? It's like the crowd and the energy and the excitement. But look, I also don't do stage, stage hypnosis, so I, yeah. I can't. I, get, I think because, like you say, like a lot of people that haven't experienced it, that is what they will fear, right? They'll be like, well, I don't want, you know, someone to have that much control over me that I can't control what I'm doing and so it's interesting from that perspective to to understand why that can happen sometimes and then not obviously in this kind of situation so yeah I I, I get what you're saying so it's it's maybe different um scenarios different situations that add to obviously the outcome that happens as well Definitely. And I mean, in therapy hypnosis, we're not focusing just on the suggestibility, like there's a big therapy element and modality to the work that I do. So it's not just working on priming with suggestions, suggestions and suggestibility into the subconscious. It's actually getting into that root cause, finding out what's going on and then doing like a releasing and a recoding technique. So there's so many other elements that are involved in there. Um, and so the client is aware of what they're saying the entire time and they will remember what they're saying as well. So it, they don't need to be worried that they're not going to remember or they'll walk out of the session and go, oh, my God, I said something and I'm so embarrassed. Like, you know, they will be very aware of what they're saying at all times. And then so how does it actually work? Like what is hypnosis actually doing? So you, you say, obviously, we're working with a subconscious mind. So and a lot of, you know, people listening will be, you know, very aware of what the subconscious mind is. A lot of coaches, a lot of entrepreneurs, we're, we're aware these days of mindset and that kind of stuff. So how how does hypnosis actually work? Yeah, so what we're doing is we're changing the brainwave state. So your brain has different brainwave states that it goes through. So you've got, you know, your alta, alpha, um, data, gamma, theta um, that we're working in. So depending on what you're doing through the day, so your brain, when you're like we're talking now, you're in a different brainwave state. When you're thinking, you're in a brainwave state. When you're daydreaming, you're in a different brainwave state. So your brain is constantly moving through different brainwave states throughout the day. 
And it's like when you listen to music as well. So what we're basically doing is we're altering the brainwave state to move down into that state of relaxation, that deep state of relaxation into the theta brainwave. When you're in that relaxation state, your conscious mind is less active. So your conscious mind is the thinking mind. So that's when you're like analytically thinking and, you know, you're thinking about what you're writing or thinking about a number that you're putting in your phone or whatever, you know, that's the thinking mind. So we want to bypass the thinking mind because that's what's, you know, running your show basically. That's where you're kind of living most of the day in your head is in your thinking mind. By working into the subconscious, we are working to that subliminal programming of your body. So it's kind of like the computer programming of yourself, right? So this is where your... um your primary drivers, behaviors, motivators come from. And this is why people, you know, diets don't work, right? Because people are like, okay, I am going to wake up tomorrow. It's a Monday. I'm going to go to the gym. I bought some new gym clothes. New year, new me, right? And then they wake up in the morning and their alarm goes off and they're like, oh, I cannot get out of bed. But the day before, they've just binged eat as much junk food as they could because they were like, this is my last chance. I can't go without food, right? So then it's like consciously they know they want to lose weight, but subconsciously that subconscious patterning and programming has driven this feeling of fear. So it's like, okay, I can't eat this food anymore, so I'm going to binge eat as much as I can of this sugar and junk food and enjoy it while I can because fear mentality, I won't be able to have it, right? So that's one primary driver that's running subconsciously. And then when they wake up in the morning, what happens is people are so habitual with their thinking in the conscious mind that is running from the subconscious that it's like I tell my clients, it's like, imagine you have one way of thinking and you've been thinking that way for so long. It's like you've run the grass down on the path. That one path that you keep taking is taking you off to the left and you keep hitting a dead end. You keep getting the same results. Consciously, you know, you don't want to hit that dead end. You want to be able to get a different result. But subconsciously, that's the only path that's available to it. So what happens in hypnosis is we're working the subconscious. We're starting to tap into deeper layers of information and accessing deeper parts of yourself. And then we can actually recode that computer programming and that subconscious of the mind. So then consciously what will happen is then, say, for example, you wake up on Monday morning, the alarm goes off. Your first thought that you might have would be, my God, my alarm's gone off. I'm so tired. I really don't want to get out of bed. Now, here's where your choice comes in. You can choose to keep taking that path down to the left and hit the dead end and hit snooze and go back to bed or you may have a new thought now come into your mind, which may be, my alarm has gone off. Yes, I'm tired, but I know when I get up and I do even half an hour of exercise, I'm going to feel so much better for the day. Now, what happens is a pathway down the right has opened up and you can get a whole different result. I love uh, how you just explained that. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, because I love how, so most people, I think, think that what happens when you do that is that you still don't get that initial thought right so that initial thought of my alarm's gone off I don't want to get out of bed like they think that that's going to be gone 
Yes. But the way that you just describe that, you still have that thought, but then it also follows with a choice, with another thought yeah. that allows you to take that other path. I love that so much. Sorry, I was like, oh. <laughs> yes. And this is then where change comes in, right? So change comes from change. So no one can be picked up and put into a new life. There is no magic quick fix. There's no magic pill. And for me, the results that I see with my clients is the habitual layer stacking of micro daily shifts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's invisible. Somebody said the other day, hypnosis is like invisible change. And I love that because quite often I work with my clients and they think they're going to feel something different in hypnosis. They're going to feel like this altered state, like this psychedelic state, you know, or they're going to feel completely different and then they feel like they're going to wake up. And most often my clients, I wish that I started taking before and after photos because sometimes they come out of hypnosis and they literally do look like a different person, like they've released so much, but they feel like they're going to come out, but then they go home and they feel like their whole life is going to be different, but it's like, hang on, I can't change your life, (laughs) but I'm not that good. So it's like, How does change come about from change? And this is where the action and the implementation are the most important parts. So we can create new neural pathways and new thought processes, but if you're not actually taking the action to follow those new thought processes, nothing's going to change. I love that so much, and especially because my world obviously what I do I'm all about action so I'm all about getting people to take the action and it's like such a beautiful hand-in-hand partnership because yes you need those reframes first right you need to be able to see that there's another way you need that door kind of opened up and then it's like then you can start to take that action because until you've opened that door like you said you're even with the best intentions in the world you're just going to keep going down that same path and hitting that same dead end Love yes. this so much. <laughs> so much. It's so fascinating. I know I could I feel like I could talk about this. I do have a lot to say, and I feel like I could talk about this for I hours. Love it it's really I really love um because normally on guest podcasts, like it's just the two-way thing, but this is such an area that I don't know about myself. So I'm just like I'm one of the listeners here on this. It's so great. <laughs> it is super interesting and Yeah, I'm like really passionate this year about taking the work that I'm doing to a larger scale because I feel like it just has so much value to so many people's lives. And I've seen so many amazing results within my clients' lives. And it's truly, this is what my soul's purpose is. Like, you know, when people are like, what am I here for? Like, what is the purpose of life? And the whole part of what I teach, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, it took me like 40 years to get to this point and people were like, oh, but you're doing what you love to do now. And I'm like, I am now, but it's been a lifetime in the making. It's been a lifetime of life experiences myself. It's been a lifetime of learning. It's been a lifetime of going through my own challenges and doing the work that I'm doing with my clients on myself and embodying the work. But you know what? When you do get to that point where you are truly living the life that you love to live, that is the point of this life. That's where yeah. true inner freedom comes from. Exactly. That That's literally what I do with people. It's like all about living that life that you are here to live because we don't want to live to someone else's story, right? We don't want to be here yeah. to sing to someone else's tune or, you know, act to someone else's a script you know we want to live the life that we are here for and when we do that like you said that's when we are so lit up we're so passionate and you can see it oozes from you I can see that it oozes from you because you're so embodied in what you do and 
just to bring this in a bit of a 360, this is why I talk about embodiment so much, because mm. when you are embodied truly into what lights you up into, there's no separation between work and living, right? And I'm sure, Marissa, I can see this in you because it's all just one and the same, because you're living your purpose, you're doing what you love. It's all integrated into one. There's no separation. There's no sacrifice. It's just living your best life doing what you're here to do. Absolutely. And you know what has really like driven home to me over the last few months, I think from being part of so many beautiful networks and communities is that, you know, everyone, and like, I think sometimes like with the opportunities that I've had myself and I see other people as well, it's like, you have like pinch me moments where you're like, whoa, is this really what my life is like yeah. now? It's like you leave yourself behind, which is part of evolution, personal evolution, right? But the thing is, it's like everyone is just a normal person. We're just like a normal person like everyone else that's listening, right? The only difference is that, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying I've been fortunate. I've had amazing opportunities or whatever. Like, it's just that I have through trial and error and processing being able to access my inner resources through a journey of self-exploration and self-discovery and just showing up and doing the work for myself consistently. And it hasn't been hard and it's been messy and it's been a long journey. And there's been some really dark inner journeying moments where I've had to really face some dark shadow sides of myself. But, you know, everyone is just a normal person that has just done the work and is showing up consistently daily to embody the work that they do and to make these micro daily shifts daily. But these opportunities are available to everyone to truly live their best life and to live a way that is aligned for them. It just starts with just one small little change that then adds up to a big change over time. Yeah, I love that. And if you're listening and you're thinking, yeah, but that one small change is so hard, then working with someone like Marissa is going to help you to see that actually that one small change doesn't have to be that hard. And once you've made that one small change, you build up momentum because you will start to see results. You'll start to see that things can be different. You'll start to see, actually, I do have more choice. I do have more freedom. I can choose a different way. And it doesn't have to be as hard as it's always been. You just haven't built those new paths yet. And that's exactly what Marissa is here to help you with. I love Marissa. I love this so, so much. I'm so happy that you came to join us and talk to everyone because this is something that I think is so amazing. And it's such a powerful tool. And I've only ever scraped the surface. Um, and I'm definitely going to be tapping you up for some one-to-one <laughs> -one -one work because honestly, this is such a powerful tool. So for you guys listening, um, we will put all of Marissa's details in the show notes below. Marissa, where can people find you? Yes. So you can find me across all of the normal social channels. So just with my name, Marissa Warren. So my website is marissawarren.com and you can book a free discovery call through there. So it's no obligation. We can have a chat, chat about what's going on for you and how I can best support you. And yeah, and Instagram, I'm probably more active across Instagram as well. And yeah, I just love to make change easy. So you know, I can help to make change easy in daily life with taking out the overwhelm because, you know, let's face it, everyone has enough going on in everyday life with current living. So let's just make change easy. Love it. I love it so much. Thank you so, so much for joining us, Marissa. Everyone, thank you guys for listening. Head to the show notes, get in touch with Marissa. You are not ever going to regret 
exploring this. It's only ever going to improve your life. That's it. So why not? <laughs> I love it. Thank you, everyone. And until next time, see you all soon.